Hey, what's up you guys? This is Tyler from The Heritons, and we are coming at you with our first ever Anchor. Now, I am super, super excited about this app and about this platform because I think that podcasts are great. I think they are the future, and I have been considering starting my own podcast for a while now, but I always kind of got held up with the whole like publishing thing and iTunes and hosting it, and it's kind of a mess. So I'm really excited about this app because it just makes the whole process a whole lot easier. So for this first episode, what I thought would be kind of cool would be to just give you a little bit of background on who I am and what I'm all about and how I got into wedding filmmaking. So uh, my name is Tyler, like I said, and my wife Ashley and I, we are a husband and wife filmmaking team that is based here in Richmond, Virginia, good old Virginia, and we film weddings. That is our main thing. Uh, on top of weddings, we also do promotional work and um, all sorts of other side little projects and stuff, but we mostly focus on promo films for small businesses and other entrepreneurs and stuff like that. So we love it. We got married on June 1st, 2013 and started working together soon after that. So yeah, we are The Harringtons and you can check us out, uh, theharringtons.com. So that's that's who we are, but as far as me personally and how I got into filmmaking, it's kind of a funny story because... I have always thought of myself as a photographer. For the longest time, um, I have been, oh, that's Tyler. He's a photographer. And that's not that I had my identity wrapped up in that, but I've always just sort of like associated myself as a photographer. And that's because I started taking photography classes and really getting into photography way back when I was in high school. You know, I took uh, all the photography classes I could in high school. You know, they're a dark room using, you know, 35 millimeter film, black and white, you know, developing photos in the dark room. And I just loved it. Um, You know, my senior year, I took uh, I took AP photography. I was TAing for the photography teacher. I was a photographer for the school yearbook. Like I was just like super, super into photography. And when it came time to go to college, I had a really hard time picking. You know, I just wasn't great. At school, I didn't know what major to pick. So uh, people told me, "Oh, choose the you know the class you get the best grades in." Well, I didn't get good grades in any of my classes. You know, I've never really loved school. I love to learn. I don't love school, and I was a straight B student. You know, I was really good at getting Bs with a few Cs, you know, peppered in here and there, uh, more due to lack of effort than anything else. But I didn't know. I had no idea going into college what to do. So I actually ended up as a photojournalism major, which I thought this would be great. This is kind of like what I was doing for the yearbook. This sounds awesome. Uh, turns out it wasn't as awesome as I hoped it would be. I got in there as a freshman. I was taking, you know, a 300 level photography class because I was just so excited to start taking the photography classes. And I quickly found out that they actually only had two different classes that was part of the entire major. So it was actually like a journalism degree with a few photography classes tacked on. And when I took those classes as an 18-year-old freshman in college, I felt like they were all a review. It was super boring to me. It just wasn't what I wanted to be learning. And it was actually just stuff I'd already learned in high school. So I quickly figured that wasn't for me, and I actually switched my major to graphic design. So I switched over to graphic design, and during that process, I figured out that they actually have a ton of photography classes that are offered as part of the art school, which for some reason, when I came in as a freshman, my counselor didn't know about that. So I thought, this is great. So I started taking all these graphic design classes, and then as part of my, you know, curriculum, I had to take a bunch of art electives. So I just took every single photography class that they had to offer. Um, And by the time that my college career was over, I actually had enough photography credits to have a degree in it. 
but they make you choose uh, one or the other. So I chose graphic design as my official concentration in my, you know, diploma says, you know, BFA with the concentration in graphic design, um, just because I figured that would look better on a piece of paper. But I took all the photography classes and I got all the knowledge. I just don't have the paper to show it. So anyway, so all, all the meanwhile, you know, I'm taking all these photography classes, doing all this stuff. I got super involved in a Christian organization on campus called Crew, uh, Campus Crusade for Christ. And as a part of that, uh, I was really involved in helping with the weekly meeting, and I started helping making things like slides for worship and started making different graphics and things like that. But along with that, I also started helping making some videos. And that was actually the first way that they got me involved in helping out was one of the guys on staff was like, hey, I'm making this video. Would you be interested in helping me? And I didn't really know anything about video, but I just remember in high school, I always really liked, you know, making little videos and stuff for different classes. And I always thought that was fun. And I do remember now thinking back on it as like a little, little kid, you know, running around with my brother and my sister. And we would use, you know, our parents' video camera that, you know, goes on your shoulder that you put the VHS tape straight into the side. And we'd use that to make, you know, little movies and stuff in the basement. And the, you know, way we would edit is we would rewind to the spot where we wanted to start the next take start recording and then, you know, kind of keep doing that, going back and forth, watching it back, pausing it, stopping where we wanted to cut, writing over it, all that kind of stuff. So anyway, so I started making videos. I started making graphic stuff for crew and that was great. So I was doing all that. Uh, I got asked to photograph my first wedding and I quickly realized that I actually didn't have a camera really good enough to photograph a wedding. Uh, I had a Canon XSI at the time and it doesn't, you know, if you know anything about that camera, it, it doesn't shoot video, that's for sure. And you really can't shoot it over 800 ISO. So I quickly decided that in order to photograph this wedding that my friend had asked me about, that I should invest in a different camera. So I ended up putting, you know, scrapping together some money. Uh, I was supposed to DJ a wedding, uh, you know, took the money I was going to make from that. And I sold my other camera, like back to my parents and, you know, some other money that I had saved up and all this stuff. And I pulled it all together and I bought the Canon 60D, you know, which at the time for me was a huge investment. And it was, you know, a really nice camera for me, you know, it was a huge upgrade from my XSI. So I bought that. And then Another funny story is when I was actually, I was on vacation with my family. This was right before I was supposed to shoot this wedding. And my dad gave all of us $100. He said, here, this is for you guys. You each get $100 to spend whatever you want for the rest of vacation. This is all I'm giving you. Don't ask for any more money. You know, this is for whatever you want. If you want to use it for food, for souvenirs, for whatever, this is yours to spend however you want, but don't ask for any more money. So I was like, okay. And I took the $100 and I went on Amazon and I bought the Canon 50mm 1.8 prime lens because I thought that that was a better way of spending the $100 than spending it on some souvenir that I didn't really want. Um, So now I'm armed with my Canon 60D, my 50mm 1.8 and the XSI and the kit lens as you know my backup camera because I read online that you're supposed to have a backup camera and I went and I photographed my first wedding. And this was great. You know, I had spent a ton of time researching and just learning and I watched every YouTube video I could possibly find on wedding photography and everything you need to know to photograph a wedding. And I did and I photographed it and it went well, you know, went really well, uh, you know, all things considered. And, you know, I think that I did a good job considering the amount of experience that I had and, you know, kind of what I was working with. So I was happy with that. 
And then fast forward to a few weeks later, and I'm DJing this wedding. And now when I say DJ, I use that term very lightly. If you are actually a DJ out there, um, I was not doing what you do. I was in charge of setting up a sound system and running a playlist. So that was my job, but I had to be there for the rehearsal dinner as a result of that. So I showed up to the rehearsal dinner, and I set up my sound system, and I you know made sure everything's working right, and it was. And then I was just kind of there and it was, I was friends with the bride and groom. So they wanted me to stay for dinner and all that stuff. So I had brought along my, you know, brand spanking new 60D and, you know, I was just kind of messing around with it. And I was like, Hey, you know what? This thing shoots video. I should mess around with this. I should try and, you know, shoot some clips. So, you know, I flip it into video mode and I'm kind of going around during the rehearsal and I'm, you know, shooting some clips, you know, the bride's coming down the aisle, you know, air quotes coming down the aisle and, you know, people are standing there and I'm, you know, I'm like, oh, look, I can rack focus from this piece of grass up to the groom, like all this stuff, you know, I was just, I had no idea and I'm just messing around. Shot all these clips, went home that night, you know, threw it into iMovie, kind of cut it all together to uh, Explosions in the Sky song and I put it up on Facebook. You know, I didn't really think anything of it. I just thought that the bride and groom would enjoy it. The next day I'm at this wedding and one of my buddies comes up to me and he's like, dude, I saw that video that you made, you know, from the rehearsal dinner yesterday. That was really good. You know, you could probably charge somebody like $1,000 for something like that. I said, really? You think so? He's like, yeah. So I, I, was, and I was like, okay. I, I didn't really think much of it at that point. You know, I was like, you know, that's, you know, I never really thought about that. I was like, that's a good point. Uh, so fast forward, you know, a few months, one of my friends from back home, her mom saw that video on Facebook and got to love a uh, good old Facebook reach. And reached out to me and was like, hey, um, you know, my daughter's getting married next summer. Would you be interested in filming her wedding? I saw that video that you put up on Facebook and I really liked it. Could you do that for her wedding? And at this point, you know, a few months later, I had started to do more engagement shoots. I was starting to book weddings. I had, uh, you know, made my business official and, you know, I started to get some more gear. I had bought a Canon 5D Mark III, you know, all these things. And, you know, she's like, can you do the video for the wedding? And I didn't really know that any much about video, not much about wedding videos, but I was like, you know what? Sure, I can figure it out. So I spent the next six to eight months watching every single still motion tutorial that they had, watching every single still motion wedding film, reading every blog post I could find, and just like scouring the internet for wedding films. And what ended up happening was I discovered this genre in this art form of wedding films I didn't even really know existed. You know, it started with still motion, which if you guys don't know still motion, they are a Canadian uh, filmmaking company. They are super awesome. They don't really do weddings as much anymore. Uh, they started in weddings and they moved in to do some really big corporate stuff. They've worked with, you know, NFL and Canon and the Olympics and all sorts of stuff. And now they run new storytelling and they're really great educators, really great filmmakers. But I started watching their films and I was like just blown away by what they're able to do. And I just got super, super into it. And I was, you know, researching, learning all about it. So, uh, you know, I'm photographing weddings. I'm learning all I can about video. I invested in a Manfrotto monopod and a Rode Video Mic Pro. And then I had a the 5D Mark III, the 60D, and then I had three lenses. I had a 28mm Canon a Canon 50mm 1.2 and a Canon 100mm macro and that was it. So equipped with those things, oh and a tripod. I had a tripod that I got from Walmart. So equipped with all of those things, uh, you know, I showed up to film this wedding with all of this knowledge and all of these, you know, visions in my mind of all these amazing still motion films and I did it. You know, I filmed it and, you know, looking back at it now, was it the greatest film I've ever made in my entire life? 
No, probably not. But I was actually really, really proud of it. And because of all the hard work that I put in and all the research and all that kind of stuff, you know, I made a pretty good, you know, halfway decent film. And because I have this extensive background in photography, the one thing I can say about that film, looking back on it now, is that it was all very well exposed. You know, I I knew how the camera worked. I knew how light worked. I understood all of those things. And if I have any like complaints about that, looking back on it now, most of them are, you know, shot selection and, uh, you know, audio, some audio, weird audio things here and there. And, you know, some shakiness in my footage, stuff like that. But as far as getting a well exposed, sharp, good looking image with good white balance, I was able to pretty much do that just because of my extensive background in photography. Um, but anyway, from that way, from that point forward, I started doing both, you know, I was booking both photography weddings and video weddings. And, you know, cause that one video, I put that up. Once you have one, everything else kind of comes from there. So I put that out. People started seeing it. People started wanting it. I was, you know, I had, I was in the wedding industry now cause I was shooting, you know, I'm, I'm photographing weddings and yeah, it kind of just like took off from there. And every year from that was in 2012. So from every year from then up all the way until this year, we've, I've done about half of my weddings each year have been photography and half of them have been video. And this year we officially stopped offering photography services. So um, in 2018, we are only taking video weddings. And this year, we actually only had two photo weddings, uh, which normally we do about 15. So um, it's been a big transition. You know, it, like I said, from the beginning of my story, I was sort of always associated myself as a photographer. That's how who I knew myself as. That's who I thought that people knew me as. Um, but over the years, we've kind of been moving more and more towards video. We've been pushing that even more. And yeah, I'm really glad that we've decided to drop it. And I'll, I'll go more into why we decided that and a little bit more into like that side of things in a different episode. But uh, yeah, so now we we make wedding films and we are getting into education. You know, we we launched our first ever course uh, last year, Mastering the Wedding Day, um, and that was really great. And we just love education. And that's what I really hope to bring to this Anchor channel. I think that uh, education is something that I'm really passionate about. I've just always really enjoyed uh, helping people figure things out. And uh, people have always kind of told me that I have a way of explaining things in a way that makes it so that they can understand it. Taking very complicated things and explaining it in a way that is easy to understand. And I don't know where that comes from. I don't have any background in teaching or anything like that, but it is something that I enjoy and it is something that uh, I've really started getting into over the last probably year or so. So that's what you kind of expect from this channel. Um, I love teaching about wedding filmmaking. I'm super, super into tech and into gear. So I love talking about that. I could talk about that all day long. Uh, I love doing tech reviews and things like that. So if you're into education and you're into filmmaking and filmmaking education, uh, I highly suggest you go check out our YouTube channel. That's something else we've been really working on and pursuing over the last, you know, six to eight months. Uh, so if you could just the youtube.com slash the Harrington's, uh, the link is in my anchor bio if you want to check that out. But yeah, there's tons of good stuff on there. Um, I am a premier editor at in premier pro. So there's lots of premier pro tips and tricks on there. I like to, I have a bunch of film breakdowns where I take some of our wedding films and I take you into the editor and I break it down shot by shot and I explain what camera I was using, what lens, what stabilizer, what I was thinking, why, all those types of things. Um, and all that stuff you can find on the YouTube channel. So if you're into education, go check that out. Um, but yeah, that I'm going to bring the, this episode here to an end. This has been our first ever anchor. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Hopefully uh, this story was interesting to you. Uh, yeah, like I said, I hope to do a lot more content on here. I think it's really fun. 
And I'd love to hear from you guys. If you guys are wedding filmmakers or just whatever your profession might be, I'd love to hear kind of your backstory of how you got into it, how you start got started. And I think it's so cool in the world of entrepreneurship that we live in, how everyone can kind of come from so many different places, so many different backgrounds and end up in their profession and end up what they're doing. So I'd love to hear from you guys. So either give me a call in or message me on here. I'd love to hear from you. And yeah, if you listened all the all the way to the end, thank you so much. You are a trooper. Um, I'd love to hear from you. Just whatever you've got to say, I'd love to just chat. I'd love to open the conversation and just hear from you guys out there and um, explore this very, very new app, this very, very new platform. So thanks for being here. This has been Tyler from the Harringtons, and I'll catch you in the next one.